This is Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. I'm Christy. I'm Beth. And And we're we're sisters. sisters. We're also mothers, writers, entrepreneurs, and purpose-driven inspiration junkies. You know what we're not? Perfect. If you're okay with that, this podcast is for you. We share real-life experiences and the lessons we continue to learn with the hope that it will encourage you to live your most authentic life of purpose. Let's do this, Christy. Christy. Yeah. Do you like how I messed up our whole schedule today? I don't really care for it. Yeah, I didn't figure you did. (laughs) Um, I mean, I forgive you, but... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not doing this, this week real well because I not only messed this up, so this morning, let me let me explain to everybody what happened. I, I'm, I'm a fairly organized person, and especially if I know I have something coming up in my calendar, you know, I plan for it. And we're, we record on the same day yeah. every week. Yeah, we have certain days that we record, and the time is set, the days are set, today's one of those days, and it's just a given. Yeah. That's where I'm going to be, and that's what time I'm going to be there. Well, I'm in the gym, mid-workout, sweaty, gross, thinking I'm going to finish my workout, do the normal, you know, come home, get ready, come over and record. And a notification pops up on my phone from my calendar that tells me at exactly the same time today, I have scheduled an appointment for my hair that I schedule like eight or 10 weeks out and I have to keep those appointments because I won't get another one if I don't (laughs) that pops up I think it's a mistake I call Christy and I'm like oh my gosh I'm trying to figure out if this is just a mix-up in my calendar I have no idea why I would do that turns out I did do it so I had to shift thankfully Christy was nice about it and it's like I've done that before too so I have to shift everything with our recording today and mess up her whole schedule but not only that I am rushing back home to try to get to my hair appointment, which I went to in my gym clothes, all sweaty and disgusting. And another reminder pops up in my calendar. And I have totally forgotten my child has a musical at school tomorrow. Well, not a huge deal because that's tomorrow. However, I usually know about those things way in advance and I'm preparing when I investigate that a little bit more, I realize he has to have a costume for this <laughs> oh, fun. musical. So now I get to run out and try to figure out how to make him into a bug. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not on top of things this week. It's okay. It I'm happens really to all sure of us. Happening. It could have very easily been me because you're, I think you're more organized than I am. So that's mm. okay. Might be going backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, your vanity took over. Yeah, I did of- choose my hair appointment <laughs> above this because I don't blame you. Those I knew I wouldn't get in for eight more weeks. Our um, our hairstylist is fantastic, and yes. she stays booked all the time. So we have to. I, I go to the same place, and so mm-hmm. when you schedule those appointments, you have to. Well, and also, it it I felt bad to. She's our friend, and I mean, I didn't want to cancel on her the day of, right. so I canceled you instead. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done the same thing. It's okay. I totally get it. So, yeah, now I, I have to really, I, I need to pay close attention to my calendar and reorganize things so I don't miss anything else and 
keep messing up schedules. Yeah, if I don't, uh, if I don't put it into my calendar, first of all, I will definitely forget. And then even sometimes, obviously, just like today, you put it in your calendar and you still forget. So both things were in my calendar. Well, and it is and weird because normally you wouldn't schedule it on that day because you know that it's the you no. know one of the days that we record. No, so I never. But do. It's okay. It's all good. But anyway, my hair looks real good. Your hair right looks great. Right. Your hair looks beautiful. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous over here because mine does not look that good right now. <laughs> well, you know how mine usually looks. So <laughs> I feel fabulous today. That it looks good. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I know you're a little tired and I'm a little tired. It's not our typical um, morning morning schedule, but no. we're going to do it anyway. Yeah, it's okay. We got this. Mm-hmm. We have some really uh, nice listeners too, so they're... Um, very understanding of our, yeah. you know, of us and life, mm-hmm. how, we, how we are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If they're a regular listener, they know how we are. They know we don't have it all together all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. Yep. So we're talking about mindset today. We are. Because that is so important. It's like probably one of the most important things in life because it kind of sets the tone for everything. Yeah, it really does. It starts with, um, with that, you know, yeah, getting it, your mind in the right place yeah. and then it branches out into everything else. Yeah, it does. You know, cause we have that, uh, our, our conscious mind and our subconscious mind mm-hmm. and both of those kind of work hand in hand and that's all part of your mindset and that's where it all starts really. I mean, you ever started out a day in just a really crappy mindset? Like in your, you're tired or you're in a bad mood or whatever the reason is. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I I know personally I've done this before and like you start out, you don't have the best attitude and something goes wrong. Then you get mad or aggravated over that. And then something else goes wrong. And it's just like a chain reaction. If, if people don't believe that your mindset plays a huge part in your life, then they obviously haven't studied it very much or they haven't played around with it because I can speak from experience that it has a huge impact on your day, your week, your month, your life in general. It sets the tone for everything. And that's really where it all starts for sure. It does. And I think it's sad sometimes how it seems to be easier to have that chain reaction of negativity Mm -hmm. and to actually fall into a negative mindset rather than than be in the positive mindset and I I tend to encounter you know a lot of negativity and sometimes I feel like that people that get in those mindsets of negativity it's that chain it's that chain reaction like you were talking about of negativity but it's so easy for people to keep going with that, not well, just a day. You it, know what I it mean? It becomes a lifestyle, unfortunately. Right. I mean, it becomes a lifestyle. Either you can have a good positive mindset that you really work on. And I say work on because you do have to work on it because life is life and it throws things at us all the time that we're either not expecting or, you know, there are a lot of things that are out of our, that, that are not in our control but our mindset is really in our control. We can control how we react to things, how we let unexpected things that happen, how, how we let that change our mindset or not change it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I mean, either it becomes a lifestyle. It's just like anything. If you fall into that negative, I mean, I, I like to say it's um, you put your you put yourself like in the role of a victim because then 
everything that's happening is happening to you. And like you give your control away and like, you know, something's going to go wrong or this is like this, or I'm not going to be able to do this. And the more you feed into that, the bigger it becomes. And before you know it, it just, you, you have a lifestyle that is negative. And the same goes for when you have a positive mindset, when you work on that, you learn to, you know, be resilient and you learn to just like take things as they come at you and realize that, well, it's okay. Like, let's just move past this and let me not let this one thing wreck my whole day. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, we could use today when I messed up our whole thing. You could have been really negative. I mean, so could I. Yeah, I mean, we we could have been really negative about it. And when I called you, you could have been like, oh, great. It's going to ruin our whole schedule. We're going to be tired. all that." But you instead said, I know. I mean, obviously, it's not the most convenient thing, but I could have done the same thing. So let's just let me know when you're done. We'll shift our schedule. And then I got off the phone and I was very salty (laughs) and I pouted with you. No, I'm just kidding. I really didn't. It was totally fine. Well, I mean, I, I do think, though, what you said about the chain reaction and then it becoming a lifestyle is something that if you don't practice mindfulness to even know that, then you, you won't change it. You won't think that you're a negative person. And the thing like with, when you said everything happens to me, you hear a lot of people say like, Oh, oh, I wish things weren't this way. And well, this happened because of that. And I don't have any control over it. That is, is negative talk and that negative mindset same thing with the negative talk you start to just have that negative talk of like you can't control anything well and everything happens to you not for you just let's use like a, a, a child as an example for instance if you have a little kid and all you do is talk negative things to that kid all you do is tell them where they're messing up or they didn't do this right or you know, this is not going to work out. If you speak negativity to a child, they're going to be broken down and they're going to have a, they're going to look at themselves negatively. They're going to look at the world negatively. If you're, if you're speaking positive things to that, to that child, you're speaking life and happiness and positivity into them. It's going to make a huge difference because that is helping them build their, their mindset. And I mean, we're no, we're no different. What we what we tell ourselves every day is so important and what we feed into ourselves is, you know, just I mean, it's of the utmost importance. Yeah, it's that energy. If you're feeding that positive, emotional, reinforcing energy into anything, into yourself, into your children, into other people it returns back to you. It, it, does. it reciprocates what it multiplies. You, yeah. It, same thing, unfortunately, with negative energy. Yeah, they both when you work do the that, same way. you have that negative mindset that creates that negative energy that you're investing into yourself and people, then it just keeps going and it just reaches other people and it reaches your kids. And yeah, it's, it, it, it's so amazing though, how the positive mindset and that positive energy if you get in that place, it is so rewarding that you, once you get out of that, you're like, I don't want to be in there. That, that doesn't, that doesn't give back to me like the positivity does. Well, have you ever been around, um, 
Have you ever been around somebody that just had a negative energy? Yeah, I unfortunately, like I said in the beginning, I, I encounter a lot of people like yeah, that. So you feel it, you feel that negative energy coming off of them. And if it's become a lifestyle for them, you can rest assured that when you get around that person, they are not going to energize you, they're going to drain you. That's the difference in negative and positive energy. So you and I were talking about this the other day. I started to say it takes the same amount of energy you know, to say something nice about somebody as it does to say something negative, or it takes the same amount of energy to be positive as it does negative. But actually, Mm -hmm. it takes a lot more energy to hate somebody than to love them. It takes a lot more energy to feed into that negativity because the negativity drains your actual energy. When you're positive, it feeds the energy and makes you stronger and happier. And it's just, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, well, think about what negative energy and negative mindsets create. Think about the emotions they create. Often it's sadness, resentment, unhappiness, Mm -hmm. anger. And think about how how much those things steal from you and drain you. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, positive mindset, think about what that creates. You know, happiness, contentment, gratitude, and... Those emotions, more so than not, like we just said, give back to you. They're not draining. They're fulfilling and reciprocate. Yeah, most definitely. So I'm going to read a little um, a research published. It's really short, but um, there are so many studies out there mm-hmm. about the science behind your mindset mm-hmm. in health, in success, in happiness, in relationships. There are a lot of... There's a lot of research out there. If you want to just go pull up our our good friend Google and just Google some things, there's there's tons of things out there. I mean, of course, there's books and there's a wide array of information out there that that proves what we're saying is is true. Well, and and the link between mindset and like your actual physical health. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, I feel like people think, well, there's nothing I can do about that. There, there actually is, and the positive mindset is one of those things that you can do, and that's pretty phenomenal to me. Well, I'm sure that you could speak pretty, um, you could speak with a lot of experience on that because you've shared before that you have Hashimoto's, which is a thyroid disease, mm-hmm. and I know you've shared with me before how much your mindset and you feeding into yourself in a positive way has helped you navigate that and helped you get into a place now where you're finally feeling like yourself again and you're in a good place. Yeah, it that's exactly where it started because thankfully I've realized that first of all I don't have to listen to every single thing that everybody tells me about it and and I I refuse to believe that there's nothing I can do. I had a perfectly healthy body at one point. And, you know, doctors will tell you, oh, you just have to take this medicine. And, all. Oh, you know, your numbers aren't right. There's really nothing we can do. And I understand that I have a disease and there are certain things I have to do and certain medicine I have to take. But there is a lot that I could there was a lot that I could do and a lot that I did do and one of those things was positivity and I genuinely believe that the positivity in my mind and starting with my mindset has helped heal my body because the positive mindset has helped me 
you know, hello, to be positive <laughs> about it and look at the positives and not the, the negatives. But I, it's also helped reduce my stress. Stress has helped reduce inflammation. Inflammation is a huge part of my disease. I never, I stayed positive and I always did my own research. And you always say I guinea pig to myself. I did. And I kept going and I'm in such a better place now. And obviously I attribute that to, to God and my faith in God and that first and foremost. But that positive mindset came from God and that's where it all started with me and I truly believe that that is what has helped heal my body and help me be in a much better place than I was well well, don't you believe though that like you have to have a positive mindset to even to pray and to have that faith and to believe in God and to open the door up for him to heal you and for him to help you like to me that that's so simple in my mind that If you're negative and you're thinking, oh, this is what I've got and this is not going to get better, then you don't even allow you don't even allow God into your life to help you get through a situation. However, if you are positive and you believe there you can get better Mm -hmm. and you pray and you believe and you use that faith for what it's meant for, for believing in something good. Yes. (laughs) Right. Yes. So, again, it goes back to that. Goes back to that positivity, you know, and I think positivity kind of gets a bad rap sometimes because if you're not a person who has really worked on that and cultivated a positive mindset and you haven't really had experience with how much that can affect you in a good way, like I think it's easy, especially people that are in that negative mind frame and and they've made that kind of a lifestyle sometimes they look at that and they're like oh positive thinking blah 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 like Mm -hmm. you know you can't just like it's a myth yeah like you can't just positive think your way through whatever and I agree obviously you can't positively think yourself out of every situation but it has a huge impact it has a huge impact so you know they say stress is like one of the main killers I believe that 100%. So where does stress come from? It comes from negativity and and allowing all the things that are not going right in your life or all the things that you can't control. It's letting that consume you and that stresses you out. Yeah, that anxiety that's linked to that worry, that's linked back to that stress, that's linked to the inflammation in your body and brain fog and all of these things that consume you well and I don't want to downplay people who are struggling with things because I know like you know everybody struggles with something at some point in their life whether it's a disease you know depression which depression is a disease but um, a physical ailment um, you know the loss of somebody you love there are so many things that people struggle with and that have a they they that are truly bad things that happen to people but still your, your mindset and how you deal with those things, that makes the difference in just in everything and how you get through that situation. And it does affect you physically. Your mind and what you feed into your mind affects your physical body. Well, I, again, like you just said, I can speak from experience. And yes, of course, there are people who have 
terminal illnesses and things way worse than my Hashimoto's. Mm -hmm. And is my Hashimoto's gone? No. Did my positive mindset make it magically disappear? No, I still have to do certain things. But also, you can't just sit there with a positive mindset and just expect everything to work out either. It's kind of like when you put works with your faith. I I had a positive mindset, but I also went to the doctor mm-hmm. and I understood from a scientific level what needed to be done. I went home and on a personal level did anything I could for my body along with the mindset. So of course we don't want to say, oh, just positive your way through everything and it's going to fix everything. It's not. You still have to work towards that and you know, with things like very bad illnesses and stuff, I don't, I don't, I definitely think that you need to have doctors and, you know, take the steps that you need to take. But I can speak from experience that it's a heck of a lot better to suffer from something with a positive mindset than it is with a negative one. I mean, if you're going to be in a situation of something like that, it's, it makes the best out of a situation like that. So, yeah, I'm going to read this study now because this okay. is very much related to what we're talking about. Okay. So it says research published in the British Medical Journal highlights the impact of the placebo response, which is evoked by a person's mindset and expectation of healing. This response can significantly benefit a wide range of conditions, including pain, anxiety, depression, Parkinson's disease, asthma, allergies, hypertension, immune deficiencies, Alzheimer's, and even post-surgery recovery. The research indicates that expecting to heal triggers specific brain areas related to anxiety, pain, and reward, as well as affects various physiological systems like cardiovascular, endocrine, respiratory, nervous, and immune systems. Mm, I love that. So say, yeah. And mine is an immune system thing, right. you know, that has to do autoimmune. Yeah. And again, I can speak from experience on that part of it. And I think that's so, I mean, that's so neat. I was reading along with you when you were reading it that, yeah. that just something as simple, really, as your mindset. And am I just eating the mic right now? You're fine. Okay. Um, but something as simple as that, just changing your mindset doesn't cost any money to do that. You have to practice it. it. takes a little practice and a little work, but that it actually has effect on your physical health with those kinds of things, like things like Parkinson's disease. And yeah, that's amazing. Well, and you know, I just came through a really, a really dark bout of postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. Do you know where, do you know where it all started with me for me healing and getting through that? I can guess, but why don't you go ahead and tell us? <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Mindset. Mm-hmm. And what I fed into, you know the positivity. And I mean, I, I can say sometimes when you're in, you know, a dark place like that, you have to take a minute because it's not, sometimes you have to feel how you feel Mm -hmm. for a minute and that's okay. But then you have to pull yourself up by your bootstraps as they say. And so me, I've had experience with this type of thing before. So I knew it all started with my mindset and Mm -hmm. I knew the things I needed to do to kind of pull myself out of it. But I mean, mindset and it it, it was all about the positivity. It was all about gratitude, all about um, just calming myself and feeding positive things into myself. You know, I 
reading good things, I, I, that has such an impact on you. Just what you feed into your mind and how you allow your mindset to control your life, it, 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 it just makes all the difference in the world. But that's just, you know, I keep saying that's where it starts, but it really does. Well, and like with you suffering from postpartum, it it doesn't make, we're not by any means saying that anything's in your mind. What you went through, I've had postpartum, it's very real. And things that you can't control, like hormones and things like that, it's, it's not that those things aren't real and, and you're really not going through that. But like you said, does it improve it if you start there and you work on that? Yes, it does. And if you're in a place where something consumed you so much like depression, please ask for help. If you don't even feel like you're in the place where you can get to a positive mindset, there's also no shame in telling someone, especially postpartum, there's so much shame that comes along with that. Mm -hmm. And I was so proud of you for making, you made a post and detailed all the really, really how it it felt. And I could put myself back in that place reading every line of that. And I think so many people could. And that's, that's still a positive thing. Because even though you shared the negative side, you shared how you came through it. And you shared it to help someone else feel less negative about it. Yeah, you know, I told you um, when I wrote that post that I sat there for a while and I debated whether or not I even wanted to share it because when you're going through something like that or you've been through something like that, it's very, it puts you in a very vulnerable place to put yourself out there. And I'm not saying everybody doesn't have to go make a public post about it like I did. I, I did. I chose to do that because I wanted to share that with people so that they, anybody going through that or who had been through that, they would realize that they're not alone. And you know me, I am all about positivity and personal growth and all of that. So I thought it was even more important for me to share that because I'm such an advocate for personal development and, and your mindset. I thought it was even more important for me to share that to say, hey, I struggled with this too. And you're not alone. And you can get through it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, what you said about reach out to somebody, whether it's a doctor or a friend or a family member, somebody you trust, the main thing is just not to isolate yourself and let yourself get deeper and, and, and deeper into that dark hole of despair that, you know, depression or disease, anything really bad that you're having to deal with in your health, you know, don't let yourself just keep sinking deeper into it. Reach out to somebody because... There are people that love you. There's so much help and support out there in so many different areas. So, I mean, I really think that's why it's important that we talk about those things, mm -hmm. though, so people realize, like, oh, hey, I'm not the only one. Yeah, and we concentrate on that stuff all the time. And look at the look at the crap that still happens to us. We're not above any of that just because yeah. we do try to work on ourselves. And we use those experiences, the whole reason for this podcast. And like you making that post, we use the hard things we go through and overcome to be very open and transparent with that so that we can help other people. And just like you said, they'll know that they're not the only one and see someone else going through it or that's come through it or, you know, that it's just relatable so that I love that, that feeling of, connection 
that does it's healing and it makes you feel less alone well I was so happy that I did I say have the courage because it does take courage to share yeah, those because I didn't yeah there's I, a lot of shame that comes along with postpartum and I had this fear of like people feeling like I didn't like my child or something yeah. because you know it comes along after yeah. you have a kid and or or that it's perceived as like weakness like when yeah yeah and 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 the only people that would think that is weakness are people who have never experienced it or don't understand it. And the fact that not everybody gets it. See, I, I had the thing, too, of like, well, other people just bounce back and I just didn't. Yeah, because you have guilt, you have shame. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many emotions, not just postpartum, all kinds of mental illnesses, disease, mm-hmm. Um depression, anxiety, all of those, there's so many things that fit into that mental health category. And there's a lot of um, shame and guilt that goes along with that. But you know, I was so happy that I made that post because I had um, so many people that reached out to me Mm -hmm. and that sent me the sweetest messages and texts and different things. And they opened up about their depression and things that they had been through. And a lot of people that shared tips with me and things that helped them. Mm -hmm. And I just, it just really warmed my heart and made me so happy that I opened that door up and that I did share that because, you know, it gets, it gets a discussion going and it makes people that maybe don't understand it, you know, it opens the door for them to be more aware of, of people that they love that might be struggling with something. And, but anyway, now I'm, I'm so thankful because I'm in a very good place now. And while it was very dark, I, I don't, I'm glad that I went through it just because it brought me to a level of understanding other people so much better who have dealt with that. Um, And so, and that's, you know, now it opens, now I'm in a place where I can hopefully understand other people and help them and be there for other people if they want to reach out. So, but it all started with mindset, me getting out of that place. It did start with my mindset. And there are certain things, um, you know, that that helped me get through that. And we, uh, you know, one was um, prayer and meditation. Like I practice that on a daily basis, anything. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're going through anything in your life, that's a great place to start. Well, and how you even posted, people might not think of that as something that helps someone. I find, I agree with you about prayer and meditation, but doing something for someone else or trying to reach out or help someone else, Mm -hmm. even though you may feel sometimes like you're not even in a place where you could possibly offer anything, but just like your post, you, you detailed in the most raw way of exactly how it felt. But I, I truly believe that, that that helped people. And that is something that I found refocusing my energy on maybe someone else that needs help. That really that really helps me a lot of times. Yeah, it does. Well, it shifts the focus off of you, too, and all of your problems and shifts the focus on trying to do something good. Again, being positive, trying to put something positive into the world and thinking about other people. Mm-hmm. And, you know that's healing for you as well as it is for them. And again, that energy that you put out there, I mean, it it takes less energy to be there for somebody in that capacity than it does to um, have negative self-talk or negative thoughts and feelings about other people. 
it it's really it it's something that gives back to you mm-hmm. something that gives back to you it definitely does and i know we we've talked about this a lot but physical activity and even if we're not even talking about you know working out even taking a walk one thing that you did during your postpartum I mean I knew that you were going through that I didn't understand in in great detail you know um because I don't think I think everything's very personal when you do go through that and there's a lot of things some people never understand but I remember a couple times when when you were and it lasts for a long time let me just say that I think sometimes people think that that is for a couple weeks sometimes after you have a kid but that isn't very much not true. No, sometimes it lasts. It, it can last for a very, very long time. And for me, it lasted longer than I wish it would have. But and it was a slow process to pull out of it. But, you know, you're right. It does. It lasts. Sometimes it sometimes it doesn't last as long for some people. And that's great. But sometimes it lasts for a very long time for other people. Well, and I'm sure you were right in the thick of it around this time when I would be like, do you want to go do this? And you would instead of just saying, no, I don't feel like it. You would say, I don't feel like it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I know that it's good for me. Yeah. And it wasn't the physical activity, but it was getting out of the house and like just going to eat with me and some girlfriends or just us doing something outside of the house where you are getting up and moving and interacting. And those things for me are are another one of my go-tos. Of course, exercise, you know, tons of research on that to, as far as feeding back into your mindset and helping put you in more of a positive place but aside from just physical activity just physically getting up getting out of the house getting around some people you love that feed positive energy into you is so helpful well that connection that you have with other people can be very uplifting and can bring you out of that place a lot of times just having that connection and being surrounded with people that love you and that are fun and that Mm -hmm. care about you and yeah, just getting out of that place. But but exercise, you know, exercise, it doesn't mean you have to go hit it two hours in the gym. It can be simple, something as simple as going outside and taking a 10 minute walk, just something to clear your head a little bit, get some extra oxy- oxygen, get your blood pumping mm-hmm. and get a little bit of vitamin D. I think we're all deficient in that anyway. But um, yeah, so it you can take little steps to 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 build a positive mindset you can start really small like little little things in the end if you practice them over and over make a big big impact well and and going back to the things like the physical thing where you 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 don't feel like it with me I've told you this before when I started you know trying to get back into a a gym routine like I had been used to there was there was a a period of time where I didn't like everything hurt I was it was it was really hard I had a lot of inflammation I had no energy it was it was a, a really bad time and when I got back into physical activity like you said I didn't go in there and try to conquer the world like I one time did I just went in there And my mind said, you know, that's more like negative thing. I don't feel like it. Yeah. 
And then there was this other side to my mind that said, I'm going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And most people know that there's such a strong connection between physical health and mental health. And guess what? I did it. It might have been for 10 minutes. It might have not been even anything that I could ever brag about to anybody. <laughs> but it gave back to me. And the more I did that, the more positive energy came back into my mind where the next time I did it, it was like, maybe I didn't dwell on the fact that I didn't feel like it. Did I still not feel like it? Yeah, physically I didn't. But I just said, I'm going to do it anyway. Well, and you kept on and on. And then Mm -hmm. slowly you built yourself back up again. Mm -hmm. And I mean, how do you feel now? So much better that you pushed I mean, I feel amazing. There's no comparison to how I feel now, you know, to when when I was feeling like that, it's just night and day. Yeah. Yeah. Physical, physical activity has a huge, plays a huge role in it because that just getting your blood pumping Mm -hmm. and, you know, it also helps with, with sleep and so many different things. Yeah. But that simple thing, you used it. I don't feel like it, but I'm going to do it anyway. I used it. I don't feel like it physically. I just didn't feel like it. Maybe mentally you didn't. And I'm going to do it anyway. Right. And I don't think either one of us can say that that was anything but for the good of us when we said that and did that. Yes, for sure. Yeah, sometimes you have to make, um, you just have to make yourself do things. But the good thing is, is... If you use that positive self-talk and, you know, I don't feel like this, but I'm going to do it anyway because I know it'll be good for, for me. Mm-hmm. The more and more you practice that, the better it will get and the more it will come naturally to you and the more it will boost your mood and boost your your mindset. Mm-hmm. And the main thing is just to do something. Just don't stay in that negative place that you're in. Yeah, because a lot of times just changing our environment, for me anyway, just changing your environment. If you've been in your house or you've been just, you know, in one place for a really long time, just the simple act of like you going out to dinner, different environment, different Mm -hmm. energy feeling. Same thing with just going to the gym, going and and getting out. You know, you're outside for a little bit. You're breathing some fresh air. You're getting some positive energy from some different places because I think sometimes we can create a very negative environment around us when we're suffering, whether it's mental or physical. And that plays into our household and the effect that it has on the people in our household. And before you know it, you can be in a negative environment because you are suffering because what you're going through may be negative, but you sitting in that same environment, I think takes a really, um, negative toll (laughs) on 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 you more than you realize and just changing that environment yeah it's a very good point I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the prayer and meditation here for just a minute because I think that plays such a huge role too in your positive mind frame and I understand everybody doesn't feel the same way and they don't have the same beliefs when it comes to to God and prayer and all of that I, I hope I hope that if you're listening to this, I hope you do believe in a higher power, even though you may not believe in it the same way that I do. But I hope that you do believe that there is something bigger than just us as humans and that spirit that connects all of us. But the the prayer and meditation is huge to me because that re, that grounds you and reconnects you 
to that positive, that positive energy mm-hmm. and that, and that higher power and that spirit that can really feed life into you. And the meditation is such an easy way too, just to take a few minutes, just to kind of ground yourself, just to take a deep breath and relax. And, you know, I love a guide. You and I were talking about this the other day. I love a guided. Some people don't like it, but I like a guided meditation. There are all kinds of guided meditations out there that can help you with a positive mindset that can help you kind of dig in yourself and figure out like what's going on on the inside of you. It's, it's kind of like a self-examination thing and it's, it's a really helpful tool for your mindset and for building that positive energy that you need to make you happier to live a happy, fulfilled life. Yeah. One of my favorite meditations, I did this one more when I was, you know, in the throes of probably the worst part of my disease, but one of my favorite ones It was the guided meditation with this visualization. And I loved this visualization that I did during this meditation. And I found it so energizing, so healing, so peaceful, just so many things that like what I would do is I would, I would go into a, like a quick prayer and then do some meditation to Mm kind of put myself in a better place to really pray. And connect because sometimes I found myself in such a place. I didn't even feel like I could, you know, say, hey, God. Yeah. Like, I just feel too yuck to even try to communicate with you right now. So what I would do is use meditation to bring me into that. And there was this guided meditation where they said, imagine you standing there and then it and it starts like a pinprick of light. You're standing there like a shadow and a pinprick of light comes through like the sun imagine the sun shining through in this pin pick prick of light and then eventually it took you through and then there's another one another one until this sunlight spreads all over you and you feel it from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet but it didn't stop there I love this now you're filled up you're overflowing with this warm wonderful sunlight and now think about all the people you want that to spill over onto like literally think about the people in your mind I want it to spill onto this and that oh my gosh that is a good one that is good and I just used it over and over again because I loved it so much I love what you said though about using meditation as an opening door to prayer because Mm -hmm. that is so true sometimes you're in such a place that you can't I mean you kind of feel dead inside for Mm -hmm. lack of a better term and so that meditation can help you get into a place. It can calm you down and help you get into that that place that you need to be to actually open the door up for prayer. Yeah, I would just say like, God, please let me use this meditation to put myself in a better place. <laughs> that was my quick prayer, you know, so that I can really communicate with you and feel you in the way that I need to. And I loved that progression of going from that meditation into well, a prayerful state yeah it's a tool it's mm-hmm. a tool that we can use to, to help us you know something else that's super important what's that is making sure that you're not feeding yourself negative things listening to negative things watching mm-hmm. negative things so <laughs> Steve and I have this thing he gets aggravated at me sometimes but I don't like to watch the news 
I very rarely watch the news. I don't either, sister. Because it is so filled with negative things. And not that I don't think you should definitely know what's going on in the world around you. You shouldn't be ignorant to to events and things that are affecting the world. But also, people can still read. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> well, but also, if you're constantly feeding that into yourself, okay, it's going to bring you down. Me, myself, I choose to focus on feeding positivity and life and good things into my life because I want to help other people, but Mm -hmm. I can't help fix anything that's wrong with the world if all I'm doing is feeding everything that's wrong with the world into my being. Like I have to feed good things into me and be the best version of myself so that I can open my mind and my heart and my soul up to ways to help people in need and help the world and to make whatever impact that I can make on the world. So if I'm constantly feeding things in that are bringing me down, I'm not helping anything. I'm certainly not helping myself, but I'm not helping anybody else or helping the world around me because I'm putting myself in a really low energetic place where I don't have anything to offer. So feeding positive good things into you, into your mind, puts you in a place where you can help other people and you can try to make a difference and you can try to fix some of the things that that are wrong with our world today. I agree. What you said about the news is such a trigger for negativity to me. And not only is it is, is it a lot of negativity, it's such such sensationalized negativity. <sighs> so skewed. And you do not have to be ignorant to anything that's going on in the world, which is why I was joking about reading. I choose to read and pick the things that I want to read to understand what's going on in the world because they're Reading is not sensationalized in my head. I feel like I control that. And so I will pick the topics, you know, everything that's going on, you know, with Israel and in the Middle East right now. I think that's very important to be educated on things so that you don't ever speak out of a place of ignorance. But there are so many ways. My way is to go read and choose what I want to read and make sure I know the outlet that it's coming for so that it's not all this filter of sensationalized BS yeah. before it gets into my brain. It's my filter. And a lot of times when I read words rather than see some news personality and all the stuff that comes along with it, I can process it and filter it the way that I want to filter it. Well, and unfortunately, our news medias, um, they play off of their ratings and of they course. compete with each other. And I understand that. But also... You have to understand that what they're feeding you is they're trying to send you down a certain path to go a certain way or to feel or to believe a certain way. It's very politically based, you know, and it's it's just not a good, good thing. So what you what you feed into yourself is so important. That's why like books, inspirational books. Um, books on mindset, books on, you know, even if you're going through like a bad thing, like a book about what you're going through and Mm -hmm. somebody who got through that and what they did to fix their problem or to get through it. Like those kind of things have, 
you know, such, such a good impact on you in like, you know, podcasts like Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. That is a good podcast, Christy. It really is. People should listen to that. They really should. It's it's really good. It has a really positive energy Mm -hmm. in it. And those girls are neat. (laughs) (laughs) I felt so short on that. I said neat. I was trying to think of something really good. Those girls are neat. (laughs) But yeah, I, I totally agree with you about the news and then in so many other outlets that you and I have talked about this before, how you'll run and try to change your algorithm if you're on a social media platform just to make sure that the positive things, they know you like those things and not those things because it's so weird how quickly you can go down a hole of negativity. Well, and now our phones listen to everything we say too. So, I mean, we have no privacy. Like we have no privacy Mm-mm. and we've tried it before. You can definitely talk about something around your phone that you've never searched in your life. And within a day or two, an ad or an article or something will pop up about that. You know, it's neat, though, since you talked about neat. this. I don't think I've... Neat. Yeah, neat. You like that word today. That's What's my <laughs> word of the day. <laughs> What's neat? We leave our phones laying up here on the table. Oh. I don't know if you've noticed this. We haven't talked about this, but since you brought that up, we leave our phones laying on the table. You, well, you know all the subjects that we cover when it comes to personal development my phone it listens to me there is so much stuff we will get finished doing a podcast and my phone will be like I hear you like this I mean not yeah verbally but it'll pop up all of that stuff check it out just pay attention to it next time and you'll see I promise you when we leave today it's gonna say we're positive mindset we're even feeding positivity into our phone take that Siri (laughs) (laughs) but that's that's neat I just had to bring that up because I noticed that the other day and I was like oh it's probably been doing this forever and I didn't recognize it yeah that's that's pretty cool um so gratitude we always talk about gratitude it's just my favorite it is it's so Talk about a powerful tool. <laughs> it's so helpful. And talk about giving you more positivity and more good energy. Practicing gratitude and focusing on the good things, the things that are going right in your life, mm. the things that make you happy, the people you love, the good things you can put into the world, the things you can do for other people. Just just being grateful and thankful for, for all the good things it amplifies and brings more of that into your life that's all (laughs) I agree I was I was waiting for you to finish I love that subject and I'm going to tell on myself since we're talking about that so I don't know how many people can relate to me but the person that can get on my nerves about the fastest is my husband I love my husband I can relate to you okay good (laughs) Like, I love my husband. In my opinion, we have a good relationship, but we're very normal. And sometimes we argue and he annoys me and I know I annoy him. And the other day we'd had a little argument about something and I was telling him something about like something I wanted him to do and and I was frustrated and I noticed that effect of... One negative thing breeds another negative thing breeds another negative thing until it carried over into the next day. So it started with this one thing and 
He wasn't positive to me either, by the way. So <laughs> it wasn't all my fault. Let me preface but, this. But it carried over into the next day until I found myself focusing on little things that were wrong. And I recognized that finally by the second day. Because, you know, when you get frustrated or annoyed too, you're like, I don't want to, I don't care. I don't want to get out of this <laughs> mindset. I just want to be mad. I'm just going to roll around in this for a while. But that night I realized what I've been doing and how it was breeding all of these other negative thoughts. And I was like, I don't want to, you know, I, I love him. Yeah. I just, he, he drives me nuts, but I love him. And there's so many good things about him. And my nighttime, part of my nighttime prayer that night was please help me to get back in a, an appreciative place where I appreciate all the good things. It doesn't mean that things don't need to be addressed that are negative, but don't let me be that person that's goes down this road. I let this happen for two days, mm-hmm. just as far as realizing where my mindset was, you yeah, know? Yeah. And it put me in a little more of like a sour mood with him because of what was going on in my brain. Yeah. And I did pray that prayer and I just, I woke up in a better place, but I was very intentional too of like, uh, uh-uh. like I know better. Yeah. And I intentionally verbally showed gratitude with my attitude showed gratitude and the good thing about that that is we always say if you practice something you get good at it Mm -hmm. and you can do it faster yeah and I sprung myself back into that place of feeling like I love him I'm grateful for this you know and and that mindset totally shifted and that's 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 just that's really neat when you can do that but it, it happens so quickly is the sad part you know, I practice gratitude all the time. Look how fast that happened to me. Yeah, it happens to all of us. It, and it's, it, you know, it is something that you have to work at because sometimes those people closest to you are the ones that can send you down that, make you spiral faster than anybody because it is easy to get on that role of one thing goes wrong or they do something that upsets you or you do something that upsets them and then it's just a chain reaction, like you said. And, but good for you for catching yourself and, you know, saying, wait, I'm not going to do this. Well, then you're like, okay, I like this thing. I'm going to concentrate on this thing. And that invites another thing and another thing until you're, you're, you know, especially if it's a little thing, you, it starts to minimize that thing of like, hmm, do you really have to dwell on this and concentrate on this that much? I'm not saying that's the way it is in every relationship. Some things are big things and they don't need to be minimalized. But in that case, it was like another good thought, another thankful thing. And then eventually my little attitude subsided and I just felt better about everything. Well, and also being the bigger person, not saying better, just being the bigger person sometimes, because especially when it's your spouse, sometimes you kind of get in the standoff of like you're not going to make the first move to be the positive one or to come back and apologize or maybe not even apologize, but just come back with a good attitude. Mm -hmm. Like I've been in a place before where I'm like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give in first. Yeah. You know, I'm going to double down on this. Like I'm going to stay here Yeah, and I'm going to do it. Yeah. But then I've also many times caught myself and like, what, what am I, what am I doing right now? Why am I letting this get so out of control and so out of hand? And why am I being this way? But yeah, just a simple shift to gratitude and looking at the things that you love about a person and that you're thankful for 
I mean, it'll 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 change it up pretty fast. Yeah, it changes how they react too. Can yes. we say that <laughs> for sure? I mean, nobody really wants you to concentrate on all the negative things. I mean, I don't. No. And they don't want you definitely to be. I mean, it's not like I was criticizing him and pointing out bad things, but it was about what was in my mind at that point. And feeding positivity into other people and gratitude and showing that changes their mindset and changes, you know, the way they feel. It changes the environment around you and the people around you, too. And that's kind of why I loved going back to that meditation every time, because it just reminded me of positivity, love, God, light, and how you have to fill yourself up first, but then when you have enough, it can spill over into other people. Yeah, you know, I love what you just said about pouring that into other people because that's so important too because, you know, we all struggle. Like we said before, everybody goes through things and sometimes people have a bad day or they're going through a bad time and you concentrating on yourself and and being positive and filling yourself up, then it does allow you to help those people. And, you know, people need people need you to speak positivity and life and good things into them not just your family but other people outside of your family like we all need that and we we when somebody says something positive to me or feeds something like happy or you know anything that's good and positive it makes me feel better yeah and it and even links back to what we were talking about in the beginning of what you what you think you believe and I think it's the same way with other people if you say good things to people about themselves and positivity maybe they'll start believing that about themselves about the world about other things and you were just saying something about kids and (laughs) Dax is only seven but I've I must have preached to that kid a lot about stuff because he he will quote stuff back to me all the time that I say (laughs) And we're on our way to school the other morning. And he goes, Mommy, I'm going to tell you something. And he goes, I know, I know. Before I say this, I know what you're going to say. And I said, okay, what? And he said, you're going to say, yeah, that's right. Because whatever you believe, that's how it's going to go. So if you believe something bad, then it's more likely bad things are going to happen if you believe something good. And he goes this whole little speech. (laughs) That's great. Before he even tells me, because he knew what he was about to say. It was something about a soccer player. Like he said... I, I bet I'll never meet this soccer player, you know, but he was, yeah. he was prefacing that with being like, I know what you're going to say. But I said that because I think that's so true. Saying nice things to other people helps them believe good, nice, positive things. That's right. And saying negative things to people is sad because what if they start to believe it? Yeah, you're exactly right. And when you say negative things to yourself, mm-hmm. after a while, you start to believe them. And if you say positive things to yourself, after a while, you start to believe them. Absolutely. It's really, really simple, but it really works. And, you know, go back to that thing, fake it till you make it. Sometimes it's not easy and it's hard, but if you keep doing it over and over, eventually you'll believe it. Yes. Either way. So why not Why not choose the positive route? Yeah, and that starts with you. How are you going to spread positivity to other people? You know, when you when you can't even give any to yourself. Well, another thing I really like to do also that helps is to kind of reframe your thinking. So I like that. Just reframe simple things like, um, you know, instead of why is this happening to me or why am I going through this? You know, reframe that and say, 
okay, what can I learn from this? Or how can this help me understand somebody else better? Mm -hmm. Just little simple shifts like that can really make a big difference once you practice these things over and over and just make the little simple steps, you know, simple steps with exercise, with reframing your thinking, with prayer and meditation, with all of the things we've been talking about. Start small and take those little steps. And after a while, you get more and more used to it. The more you practice it, the better you get at it. Well, and that building on that goes into setting realistic goals for yourself. We know you're not going to, since we were talking about it, just pop out of postpartum depression because you think happy thoughts, okay? Right. That can be a long process, just like with my disease. I didn't just magically become better. It was a it was a long road. So to set a goal for myself that I'm going to be positive for a week and my body's going to be healed, you can set yourself up for failure with that. So keeping, like you just said, start small with these things. It might be several things. And then progress as you feel like you're able, start with something small and positive and progress and don't overwhelm yourself with, I need to do this and this and this, you know, set those little, those little baby steps to maybe reach the big goal. You know what your ultimate outcome, what you want that to be, but you know, don't overwhelm yourself with giant expectations and goals let your goals be realistic and they can get bigger and bigger as you progress I think it's and and to build on that I think it's good to like keep your eyes on the prize so to speak yeah look at the end ultimate goal that you want but realize that you have to take small steps to get there and I like what you said set said what you said set realistic goals, start small. And then, you know, then you get more momentum too. And you build Mm -hmm. up that energy and that confidence and that positivity. And and you start feeding that good side of yourself. And the more and more you build that, then before you know it, you'll you you will have reached that ultimate goal that you're trying to reach, whether it's health, wealth, happiness, you know, whatever it is you're trying to work towards. That's right. And, you know, those little goals, we just talked about this because I said it's one of my my favorite things is celebrating little triumphs. Those little goals, too, can be really nice because even though you have that large goal out ahead of you, you can look at that little goal you accomplished, celebrate and say, look how far I've come. It's not where I want to be. Yes. Mm -hmm. But look, okay, let's set another one. This one may be a little bit bigger goal. I may have to stretch a little further to get this one done. But it's so rewarding, and I love that. I love those little celebrations because it sucks. You know how I like to celebrate. It sucks to wait that long to celebrate to get to a good goal. So do it all along the way, and don't just look where you're going. Look where you came from and how far you've actually come. Well, it also opens your mind up to possibilities if you're filled with negativity and that negativity is breeding more and more negativity, your mind is not going to be open to possibilities. Mm, And possibilities are, you know, say it's a disease, possibilities for new treatments Mm -hmm. or new, um, you know, new studies or new things that could help you. Um, Opening that positivity will open your mind up to, um, you know, new ways to, to bring money in new ways to um, have a better relationship. But you have to keep your mind open to that and feed that positivity in. Mm -hmm. And that positivity will produce 
what was the word I just used? Possibilities, Possibilities. as in making Thank things you. possible. Yes, exactly. And I love that. You know, you ever hear somebody say, I can't do anything about that. <laughs> I want to say, yep, you're right. You can't. Yep. Because with that mindset, you yeah. can't. Yeah. You can't change things with that mindset. And so, yeah, you're probably right. You can't do anything about that. And I heard, I mean, this is a little on the harsh side, but I read this um, quote the other day that said, is there anything more useless than an excuse? And I mean, I know that. I know we all have explanations and certain things happen. And I know that's a little on the dramatic side, but it made me laugh because I thought, yeah, there's a lot of truth in that, though, because even if something's your fault, making an excuse for it, you know, is not, it doesn't really do anybody any good. Not that, I mean, there's plenty of things that are not our fault and we, you know, we can't control and we can't help. But I just laughed when I read that because I was like, that's so funny because, you know, if, if you shift into that mindset instead of there's nothing I can do about that or, well, this happened because of this. And I mean, that was out of my control. Then, yep, you're probably right. (laughs) Yeah, you're probably right. Okay. But what can you control? Mm -hmm. And so I love what you said about opening your mind up to possibilities you know aka making things possible that's right impossible that's right yeah there's 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 so many um so many ways I had something I was gonna say and it just totally left my mind okay while you're thinking about that okay I know we're trying to wrap up but laughing and smiling I know that we've talked about a lot of situations where you don't feel like laughing and smiling but we also talked about being around positive people if you can't muster up the energy to smile and laugh to yourself, call that person that makes you laugh. Watch that thing that's joyful joyful and funny and makes you smile because laughter and just smiling brings so much joy and, and energizes you in a way. And, and when you're talking about the things we've been talking about, it, it also can be really serious if you have something going on with your body with a family member, with mental health, all of that's very heavy and can, Mm -hmm. you can forget laughter and smiling and enjoying life to some degree. So laughing, smiling, just those little, those little things that bring you joy is so, so important. I'm smiling at you right now. I know. It's beautiful. (laughs) Laughter is the best medicine. It, It really is. 